Hello and welcome to FX Talk, an eBury podcast all about the foreign exchange market, where we break down some of the main news headlines and financial markets and give our take on what these developments might mean for the world of FX. My name is Matthew Ryan, Senior Market Analyst here at eBury. I'm joined as always on the podcast by two of my colleagues, our Chief Risk Officer, Enrique Diaz-Alvarez, and Market Analyst, Roman Zuruk. So welcome everyone to this week's uh, podcast episode. It will be our, our last before we look, take a little break before uh, probably reconvening in September. Um, probably be a slightly shorter episode today. I'll, I'll start by giving a, a brief overview as to what we've seen in the markets in the past sort of week or so before we move on to our main topics. Um, and in the last week, we've seen a, a general reversal in some of the recent moves uh, seen lately in the FX market, the US dollar, which has been firmly on the back foot um, in, in the last few weeks amid uh, sorry, firmly on the front foot, I should say. I mean, heightened concerns uh, surrounding the spread of the Delta variant uh, around the, much of the world. Uh, the dollar's actually sold off uh, in the last sort of week or so. As we'll talk about shortly, the Federal Reserve delivered mixed messages at its uh, July FOMC meeting, although investors latched onto Powell's comments uh, on rates, sending the greenback lower. Meanwhile, other safe haven currencies have generally performed pretty well, notably the Swiss franc, which has been among the best performers in the G10 in the past week. The market continues to remain concerned that tightened lockdowns in parts of the world, such as Asia, Australia, uh, could weigh on on global growth. Reserve Bank of Australia, for instance, hasn't quite shared the market's concerns. It unexpectedly went ahead with plans to taper its asset purchase program um, after the market expected a a U-turn. But as I said, we're going to focus... Uh, on the Federal Reserve first up. Uh, and the FOMC struck a mixed tone after its policy meeting last week. Chair Powell didn't appear particularly concerned with the impact of the Delta variant, saying that the economic consequences, consequences had been less with every wave. Uh, he did, however, say that rate hikes were a ways away and there was no hint at a timetable for tapering of its QE program. Uh, so, so, Roman, over to you. What, what do you think of Powell's comments and the reaction in the dollar in the past week or so? so generally, I think that uh, the overall message was mostly neutral. So we hear that Powell is not particularly concerned about higher inflation uh, on one hand. On the other hand, he's not really concerned with the Delta variant. So uh, I would think that uh, those two mostly balance out uh, the Fed stone. Uh, and I think that uh, the tone is also in line with uh, being closer to tapering, taking uh, small steps into that direction. Uh, in June, we had the message that they are talking about talking about tapering. In July, we uh, had the message uh, that they had a deep dive uh, into a discussion. Uh, so I think that uh, they're basically doing what they indicated uh, a few months earlier. So uh, they're just providing the message regarding the tapering well in advance. And I think that with every meeting, uh, they should lean uh, slightly more towards it. Uh, I don't think that uh, we are going to see uh, any uh, significant announcements from the Fed uh, in August, uh, we, we are going to have the Jackson Hole conference, uh, later in the month. However, I think that the Fed would most likely hold off with, uh, any, uh, details regarding the tapering of the QE program to the September meeting. Uh, we will have the new projections, uh, by then. So this will also, uh, give them a better indicate 
indication of uh, where the economy uh, should head uh, in the future. So uh, I, I think that that's most likely what we are uh, going to see from the Fed. Yes. Yeah, so I think, yeah, fairly mixed messages, wasn't it? as you said, quite, I would say, relatively neutral, although we could see a sell-off in the dollar. On, on the one hand, Powell didn't appear particularly concerned with the spread of the Delta variant. And I think that's um, probably right now that the US has vaccinated the vast majority of its population. Um, and Powell appeared pretty happy with the evolution of growth in the labour market. But then, of course, on the other side, continuing to look through recent spikes in inflation, there appears still this division among the FOMC and among rate setters around the world as to the nature of the recent inflation spike that we've seen uh, around much of the, the, the globe. Um, and also, of course, as you said, there appears in no rush to hike. There's no uh, firm indication as to when rate hikes could be on the horizon. No mention of a timetable of tapering. Um, so I, I would agree with you. I think that um, it, it's increasingly unlikely now that we'll see any sort of hint um, regarding QE tapering at the August Jackson Hole conference. I would say that's probably um, as things stand off the table. Um, but the September FOMC meeting certainly comes into view. Um, that's when we'll get uh, the next set of macroeconomic projections, the next set of interest rate projections, the, the famous Fed dot plot um, will be released. And I think actually we, we may see another modest upward revision there, um, given the persistence uh, of, of inflation or inflationary pressures in the US. It could potentially bring hikes at the end of 2022 into view. Um, but um, I, th I think the market will probably be looking for um, some hints as to tapering uh, in asset purchases. I think we could get uh, a hint um, that it, the tapering could begin at either the end of this year or possibly early 2022. Yeah, I'm actually a bit more interested in their growth forecast, uh, considering that uh, the recent uh, spread of the Delta variant in Asia has hampered some prospects for those uh, countries in the Asia Pacific. And recently we had some um, relatively worrying noises from Asia, both looking at the economic data and also the spread of the uh, new of the coronavirus there. Uh, so it would be interesting to see whether with this uh, potentially upward revision to the inflation forecast, uh, whether it would be accompanied to a maybe a downward revision to growth. Recent growth data has disappointed in the US. We had the 6.5% annualized expansion. The market expected 8.5%. Uh, the consensus expected 8.5%. So uh, it is the details have been better than the headline number. However, uh, I th I'm interesting, interested to see see uh, whether um, we are not going to see maybe a slight revision downward uh, to the GDP forecast uh, accompanying a potential higher inflation revision. Yes, I agree. And I think they're both very much a possibility and something that yeah, obviously the market will be paying uh, very close attention as well um, as the, uh, the, the interest rate um, projections. Um, now, as we've got a little bit of a gap between uh, this episode and our next one, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to preview what to expect uh, in, in markets during the rest of August and perhaps early September as well. Um, that August tends to be a, a pretty quiet one in the FX market, with traders obviously away from their desk um, with their summer holidays. Um, I think this month could be a little bit different. We've still got all the, the uncertainties surrounding COVID lingering in the background. Of course, as we said, the aggressive spread of the Delta variant around the world, which is 
causing investors to uh, still continue to um, favour the, the, the lower risk um, assets, particularly the, the safe havens. Um, looking at the economic calendar as well, we've got a number of uh, G10 central bank meetings, which could potentially prove market moving. Um, we've got the Bank of England meeting this week, which will, would have happened at the time of this uh, release of this podcast. Um, we've also got the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, Norges Bank um, are both meeting two central banks that are approaching um, uh, uh, the timing of when they expect to, to raise rates. Um, as we mentioned as well, we also have the Jackson Hole Conference um, with Ch- Fair, Fed Chair Jerome Powell will be speaking and Marcus will be paying close attention for any potential indication that a tapering and QE could be on the way. Um, so start with you, Rowan. What will you be paying closest attention to in the coming sort of month or so? Yeah, so you mentioned the Reserve Bank of New Zealand meeting and the Norges Bank, and I think that uh, those two would be quite a big events, uh, particularly considering uh, how optimistic the market is regarding uh, New Zealand at the moment. Uh, the hike, uh, looking at the market pricing, is basically a certainty at this point, and this uh, likelihood of uh, increased has increased both with a relatively good economic data that we are getting from New Zealand, and also with the uh, recent uh, surprise that we got when uh, Bank of Australia decided not to do the U-turn, but actually to proceed uh, with uh, tapering the QE program uh, as uh, indicated earlier, uh, starting in September. So, uh, but I'm starting to actually uh, think that the market could be slightly uh, ahead of themselves because if we are seeing the uh, spread of the virus in uh, Asia Pacific region, then the uh, economies, the main economies that are the most exposed to it are Australia and New Zealand. So, um, it's actually, I think, that the, the one of the biggest risks uh, to those economies, if we are going to see maybe a slightly more pronounced uh, slowdown in uh, in the economic growth in China, uh, this could possibly affect those countries. So uh, being uh, a Reserve Bank of New Zealand, I would put a, a close, uh, I would stress it and put an emphasis on that. Uh, so I actually think that maybe the uh, the New Zealand dollar and possibly also the Australian dollar could be uh, slightly overbought at this point. So I would pay close attention to those currencies uh, in the uh, next uh, few weeks or so. Uh, the Norges Bank, the market expectations are not as optimistic, although the market still expects that they're going to tighten, uh, possibly uh, in uh, in the next month. Uh, so I think that both uh, the August and the September meeting of the Norges Bank uh, would be uh, worth watching. Uh, and also, uh, I would be quite interested in the uh, PMI data that we are going to receive for August. Uh, this is the month that uh, could show uh, some uh, effects of the uh, significant virus spread and that we are seeing right now in the US. We might see also some spread uh, in the EU countries. Right now we are actually seeing that in some uh, economies and some of the bigger ones. So uh, I think that uh, those two central banks meetings plus the PMI data uh, would uh, plus the Jackson Hole, uh, but we don't expect anything uh, particularly important from that. I think that those would be in the center of the market attention. Yeah, so for me, I think there's I'll probably outlined three things that I, I would pay closest attention to um, this month, um, which could make 
uh, August a potentially um, more busier one than we would usually uh, see. The first of which, uh, of course, would be COVID. It's, it's continued to uh, not quite dominate um, trading in the FX market in the last sort of couple of months or so, but it's certainly very much one of the main drivers. Um, as you've mentioned, we're continuing to see um, sort of pockets of infection in, in various countries uh, around the world, particularly the, the, with the aggressive spread of the Delta variant, which is now the dominant strain worldwide. It'll be interesting to see how the pandemic evolves in much of Asia. That seems to be the hotspot at the moment. Uh, a number of countries there, of course, have, have reintroduced tough lockdown measures um, and have not yet vaccinated enough of their population in order to unwind measures. So I think that will be very much um, at the forefront of investors' minds. And we could continue to see bouts of risk aversion. If we continue to see increases in cases and, and news of more lockdowns, um, in the next few weeks. Um, secondly, as, as you as you covered, Roman, would be central banks, um, particularly the ones that are edging closer to interest rate hikes. Um, I won't go and talk about it too much. I think you uh, talked about them very well, Reserve Bank of New Zealand, nor just Bank, both of which appear to be edging closer to interest rate hikes. Um, and we think will be uh, the, the two central banks um, out of the G10 that, that raise interest rates first. Um, we, we've mentioned... Um, for a while, actually, that um, those central banks, not just in the G10, but but around the world, those central banks that are start raising interest rates first, um, will, will, those currencies of those countries will probably be um, receive some good support and be among the better performers. Um, so I'll be very, paying very close attention um, to, to both those central banks. Uh, the Jackson Hole Conference as well at the end of the month, I said we, we probably won't get a, a hint of tapering. But I think there's still a possibility that we might. That'll be closely watched by the market. Um, and then the, finally, I think um, latest inflation prints. I, I think um, at the moment, the attention has turned very much firmly back to central bank monetary policy. Now that the, the COVID virus has, has largely stabilised it in most of the developed countries, attention has turned firmly to, to central banks and their response uh, to, to rising inflationary pressures. So I would say... The upcoming inflation prints in the US, um, UK, Eurozone will be particularly important and I would expect heightened uh, volatility around those releases in the next few weeks. And that's it from us. If you're keen to hear more about our thoughts on the FX market, visit Ebris website, follow us on social media. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast on your favourite podcast app. And let us know if there are any topics you'd like to hear more on during upcoming episodes. Keep an eye out for our next episode in a fortnight's time. Thank you all very much for listening.